You're listening to Takeout Therapy. I'm your host, Rebecca Hunter. I'm a private practice therapist and anxiety specialist who's doing things differently. In about 20 minutes, I'm here to teach you how to deal with an everyday difficult element of life in a healthier way. This podcast is unscripted, totally unedited, just my straight up advice from years of experience. This is not therapy. It's just personal growth for people in a hurry for change. So let's get to work. Hello, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today's going to be a really interesting discussion, which I will do my best to keep concise. But I'd like to talk about the idea of emotional energy. And I'm going to talk about it in the context of what we're reading, what we're listening to, what we're watching, what we're, what kind of content are we ingesting in our lives? And what does it do to our emotional energy? That's what we're going to be exploring today. Um, what do I mean by content? I think let's get clear on what I mean. I mean, everything you ingest on a daily basis in terms of information. (laughs) Okay. And so I'm not maybe counting your interactions with humans in person, but it would be wise to consider this information there as well. But for the sake of today's discussion, I'm talking about things you consume online, right? Or in the, um, in the world, on the world wide web. I don't know how to explain it, but basically podcasts, YouTube videos, um, people's Instagram, social media, um, Reddit feeds, like it, it can be anything, right? The media shows you watch on Netflix or Hulu, like anything you're basically consuming that is not directly part of your life. So what do I mean by that? I mean, like, it's not something you are hearing at the grocery store. It's not something you're dealing with at work, but it's things you're choosing to listen to information. You're choosing to ingest. Yeah. Let's talk about how all the stuff that we ingest on a daily basis all the content. Let's talk about content poisoning. <laughs> I just totally made that up, that term up. Um, cause that's what I like to do. Content poisoning. This is a discussion of emotional energy. So the question is, what are you listening to and how's it impacting your mental health? Aha. She finally gets to the point, right? Because here's the deal. You guys, I see a lot of people in therapy having a lot of feelings and emotions and, um, visceral responses or like more kind of long-term impact on their mental health. And when we really start digging, there's a content problem. Somebody's like, oh yeah, I do, I do this. And it doesn't, it doesn't feel good to me at all. I don't know why I do that. And so let's take a shortcut today. Let me help you examine what kind of content you've got in what you're ingesting in your own life and how it impacts your emotional energy. 
So I thought I would just kind of take a couple of examples of things that I hear in the therapy office and then just talk about kind of what this kind of content looks and feels like to you. So here's the deal. Like, I don't really care what people are listening to, but if it makes you feel crappy, pay attention to that. Figure out if that's how you want to feel because You know, if you've listened to the podcast for any length of time, you understand that we have thoughts and feelings and behaviors, and we can impact our thoughts. We can impact our emotional life, our feelings, and we can impact our behaviors based on the choices that we make, the behaviors we want. We can also kind of incite emotion right? And so one of the reasons that I myself no longer use social media is because I realized that the, that I was basically inciting, like, um, eliciting or creating or encouraging a certain emotional state that was like super unproductive, not helpful, didn't feel good, was just like I could use all kinds of negative words right there. Made me really um, have a lot of big questions about what am I, how am I spending my time and where do I need to spend my time and how do I want to feel and how do I sort of get to how I want to feel. I'm going for peace, my friend. At this point in my life, at 49 years old, I am going for peace and no one is going to stop me. (laughs) No one's getting in my way, man. I'm going for peace. Are you going for peace? Are you going for peace or gratitude or humor? You want to laugh? You want things to be fun? Do you want to feel motivated? Do you want to feel inspired? How about hopeful? Do you want to go for feeling hopeful? Or maybe just help you to feel curious, right? Do you want to feel proud? Do you want to be productive? There's so many things that we can sort of set our minds to, decide this is how I want to feel. I want to feel hopeful. I want to feel inspired. And then we have choice over the kind of content that we engage with so that we can feel how we want to feel. But sometimes what happens is that we get, you know, a little text or a little line on some content and we go down a rabbit hole, whether it's a Netflix series or a YouTuber, right? And then all of a sudden we start feeling crappy. So take like angry, aggressive, rebellious content, which I, I engage in that content from time to time. Here's the thing I'm not doing. I'm not telling you what to read or listen to or engage with. I'm simply pointing out that some content has some impact. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So angry. Do you listen to podcasts in which people are upset about things, right? They're working hard, maybe working hard for change, but they're mad. And they're, they're voicing their aggression and they're voicing their um, kind of like uh, out of control emotion, right? There's an impact to that. Again, nothing's wrong with that, but look for impact there. For me, when I hear content on the regular that's 
aggressive or um, people are upset and angry, maybe arguing. Oh my gosh, I just get super, I feel like, is everything okay, right? Like, does anything really matter if we're arguing on every side of everything and we're mad and we're railing? What matters? It's hard for me to really kind of remember my own life, remember what I care about and how I want to feel when I get engaged with this content. And I see it with other people as well, right? So here's something, and it's... You, you might think it's a little bit woo, and I would argue against that, okay? So every emotion that we have has an energy to it, right? And they've done a lot of scientific research and measured the frequency of certain emotional energy. And what we know is that states like depression, sadness, anger, regret, shame. These are very like slow moving energy, right? And things like hope, gratitude, humor, joy, inspiration. Oh, just feel it in your body. When you say those words, the energy totally changes, right? There's actually, um, an, an energy to the word. Yes versus an energy to the word no. Of course there is. We can all sort of feel that. We all understand that. And so that's kind of what I'm talking about, right? So if we use, we are engaged in content that's angry and aggressive and unkind, then that is what we're going to be coming into contact with. And despite where we began, it has an impact, right? So there's also a lot of content out there that's very fear inducing. Oh my gosh, right? Mainstream media. Hello, who's in charge of the good news? (laughs) They should get fired, right? There's a lot of kind of fear and what's wrong in the world. There's a lot of, um, people talking about feeling really victimized by their own lives, um, out there, maybe it's in show on shows, or maybe it's in podcasts or, um, whatever, whatever, right. Content, YouTube videos, right. Remember that YouTube is just Joe Schmo out there recording themselves talking. That is not a qualification for knowledge, my friend. (laughs) And we can all pay attention to resonance, which I'm going to do an episode on soon. Stay tuned. But when we've been told there's something wrong with us by the content that we're ingesting, told that the world is not okay. Oh my gosh. It's so hard to feel hopeful. As a matter of fact, I don't really ingest mainstream media unless I, unless I, uh, you know, kind of know where I'm at and feel grounded and sort of check in with myself. Like, Hey dude, is this a good idea? Because there's not much good quote unquote good there. Important. Yeah. Some of it, some of it really unnecessary. Some of it just pulls us out of our life so fast that we start to not even really care about our lives. Some of this content jacks up our nervous system response, my friend, 
Do you ever watch the nightly news? Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> That's not good for you. Maybe read something instead if you feel that you must or listen to something gentle or unbiased, right? But there's nothing like um, mainstream media to feel you make you feel more helpless about the life you're living, right? And is that what we're going for? It's not what I'm going for. Like, I cannot live there. I consider myself a survivor of anxiety. I do not ingest poisonous content, right? And that's what I'm trying to help you understand is that some of the things you listen to and read and engage with are really good for you. Like, Maybe this podcast, right? Maybe your other um, kind of educational, personal growth. Maybe there's some business stuff you listen to. Maybe you like to get online education. Um, there's so much good stuff out there, right? And then there's crap. And you've got to be able to tell the difference. And one of the ways you can do that is to listen to your body and listen to like, the vibe of your emotion. Can you believe I just said that? But dude, listen to the vibe of your emotion. That's exactly what I'm saying. What does it feel like when you're, you know, laying on your couch watching a show about murder? What does it feel like? If it feels okay to you, then awesome. But if it doesn't, pay attention to that and maybe make some changes. I guess another kind of, um, sector of content poisoning that I would quickly point out is this like kind of section of content that's all about being perfect, right? Being um, productive or motivated or having a lot of energy, being beautiful, right? Hustling, like, you know, how to make money fast or how to make money without working at all and everybody's doing it, and duh, 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 right? The hurry wealth culture. I would say, my friend, really check in with yourself about that. Is that helpful for you? Does that help you to feel inspired about your own direction in a way that feels tangible, right? Are you create, Are you generating ideas? Does it feel productive and hopeful? Are you curious, right? Is it fun? Or is this um, perfection, beauty, hustle, culture, and hurry, wealth, content, poison. Does it make you feel like an imposter? Like I'm literally never going to be able to do anything well. Does it make you feel not enough, not enoughness, right? Does it lead to you engaging in self-criticism or frankly, just a total lack of motivation. <laughs> Hustle culture is the greatest way to become unmotivated because it's all hurry and no action, right? Look at content. Look at it with a critical eye. Look at it as potentially helpful and inspirational and generating how you want to feel in your life. And also look at it as potential poisoning. What are you listening to? What are you watching? What are you engaging with? And how is it impacting your mental health? 
I hope this podcast raised some questions for you. That's the point of personal growth work. It's supposed to be a little cringy sometimes like, Oh man, I just, in the course of recording this in the last few minutes, I thought of something that I listened to and I'm like, huh? Yeah, that might not be super helpful. So pay attention, my friends, slow down a pinch and figure out if what you're doing in your life, if the actions you're taking and the content you're ingesting are good for you. And be willing to take action to move towards the kind of peace, the kind of life that you really, really want to have. Okay. I'll see you soon. Thanks so much for listening to Take Out Therapy. Please forward the podcast along to a friend or take the time to write a short review. That way more people have access to what's essentially free mental health help, guys. I'd love to connect with you off of social media, like for real. One of the ways we can do that is through email. Subscribe to my newsletter so I can keep in touch with you. And of course, I always welcome questions or suggestions. For those of you who have interest in working with me, I specialize in helping people get rid of dysfunctional levels of stress, both through my online classes or in-person work. Come check out my website at rebeccahuntermsw.com. Okay, thanks for playing. Please tip your waitress on the way out the door. See you next time.